Hi. My God. Hello. We're trying so many new technology things tonight on Talk in Texas Forever. We have our trying to record ourselves for visual. We're trying to use this mixer as an audio interface. Listen, I are tired. We're tired. We're tired. Let me lower you. You're very loud. <laughs> that crack was loud. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess I can release my there one go. There yeah, you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. Welcome back to Talking Texas Forever, Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing season two, episode eight, Seeing Other People. Original air date, November 30th, 2007, written by Elizabeth Heldens, directed by Jeffrey Reiner. Matt decides he wants an open relationship because he likes his grandma's caretaker <laughs> and his current girlfriend. <laughs> Things explode at the Taylor household when Eric goes off on Tammy for a relationship with someone at work after Tammy goes off on one of Julie's teachers. Mm. Landry contemplates turning himself in after he goes in place of Tyra to meet her attacker's brother. Smash's first recruitment trip leaves him thinking twice about college. <laughs> Okay. Okay, Friday Make Night Lights Wiki. Twice. Yeah, I don't know about that. The four words I gave you visit, accuse, trust, and connect. Yeah. Yeah. You did pretty well last time. I, think, I mean, I got the smash thing. You, yes, I mean, you, you did. confirmed it too. Yes, you did. Yeah. Um, Before we go into visit, that's where we're going to start. But we do open this week's episode with the Panthers playing football. We get football. Yeah. And it's not going well. No, they it lose. hasn't been since Coach has been, I mean, before Coach was even back. I know. They're having, they're having a good season. Yeah. Can't, you can't win them all? You can't win them all. And also, like, how unrealistic would it be if these kids just always won? Yeah, I know. But this is really bad. And also, could it be for the fact that, like, Tim is not on the team and anymore? Tim's not on the team. So, like, let's take a bite together. Right, 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 right. Uh, let's start with Visit, though. Um this has to do with Smash. He doesn't even care that the Panthers lost because he's going on a recruiting trip to McNear State, which is not a real college. But I never heard of it. Yep. Yeah. Corinna isn't happy about him isn't happy about him going because it's a party school and she just wants him to behave himself. Naturally, right? Yeah, I loved this. You loved her. I loved her. She was like, Don't trash the family name. Okay. She's like, behave yourself, be the good boy I know that you are. And he's like, yes, mama. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Right. But we know who Smash is. Exactly. So he gets there. He tours the gym and he meets some of the other players, including Cottrell, who's like literally 40 years old. Yeah. And like seven feet tall and like 300 pounds. And also not molid, in- mo- molid muscle. <laughs> yeah. And also not impressed by but no, smash. Like, Get the hell out of here, kid. Right. So he goes out partying and he sits in the VIP section. He's surrounded by all of these girls who are just like, oh my God, so you're Smash? Wow. And they end up calling Matt, Weird. which you were confused by this. So random. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, it's you, Matt Saracen, the QB. It's weird, right? That's like goodbye. Because the whole time before Smash went away, he was like, I'm going away and it's going to be like Cabo in yeah. my pants. And that was so sick of him. Yeah. He was like, good luck getting an education at a party school. So kind of a little bitter about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So after they go to a club, <laughs> they end up going to what looks like it was like a party at the dorms. Yeah, like a pool pool party. It was cool. 
Super cool. And he tells the other players, like, no, the search is over. I'm going to attend here. You guys have me. And they're so excited. And they're like, all right, you pick anyone you want, essentially, to hook up with, which is really gross. So he ends up hooking up with this girl. Felicia. Oh, you got her name? It said it on the comment on the the, subtitles. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, he ends up hooking up with Felicia, (laughs) who is connected. Felicia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Who ends up connected to Cottrell. Right. How we how we don't know, but must have been an ex-girlfriend or or current girlfriend or a sister or a cousin or something. Yeah, because they're hooking up. He bangs on the door and Smash runs out in his boxers. Yeah. No shoes, no clothes. Didn't take any of his clothes. And Contrell tells him, uh, I better never see you again. He's like, you tell your coach you're not going here. Ooh. I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but there could have been any school that has a decent football team and likes to party and smash would have been like, I'm going here. Like they're all the same. I know. The whole that whole college scene, it's all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Kim says why do they keep casting grown ass men enough to be grandparents as teens and young adults? Yeah. Especially Cadrell. That really not even close to being a college kid. And then they have the other ones that were still a little bit younger looking than Cottrell, but they were not even close to being even a senior in college. Especially the one at the party. Yeah. The one that was like hyping up Smash at the party. He's like, come on, Smash. I'm like, you were 35. Easily. Easily. Like, why? Why didn't we just cast? Could have picked any. You could have literally went to any any college. I mean, like, you three. Come. Just come in. Right. Uh, Smash ends up calling Matt to pick him up. Can't be calling his mama, that's for sure. (laughs) He's out there in his boxers. He's like, what took you so long? It's freezing. This is cute. And Matt's like, was it Cabo in your pants? (laughs) How did it go? It's a funny story. But brings him some clothes, some french fries. Uh, Will wants to know, is the Matt Smash bromance the most dynamic relationship in this show? Most dynamic? I guess so. Dynamic? Yeah, I don't know if it's dynamic, but I'm enjoying... The fact that they're talking again. Yeah, same. I like that. And when they're together and can have real talks, I enjoy that. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're a funny duo. They are. Who do you think is the most dynamic? I'm trying to like think about all aspects. I don't know. I'm trying to think of how I want. I feel like Lila and Tyra yes. are good. Yes. Because they're very opposite, but they're but the same in a way. Yeah. I would say them over these two. Same. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Dynamic. We'll ask that. All right, let's go over to accuse. So, as we know, Julie has developed a crush on Noah. We first see them at the football game together. Now, did they go together or were they just sitting together? Right. I think they were sitting together. I think she probably came with her family or right. like came maybe before or after, maybe with a friend. Maybe Lois was there and she ditched Lois, Lois again. The MVP. Um, but she made it a point. One of them made it a point to say, hey, I see you. And they sit together or stand together. Right. So like it's. um, Yeah, I can't think of a time where I stood next to my teacher on the bleachers at a football game 
and us like both watched and laughed and talked together. I don't think that ever happened. But then again, I don't think I was sitting at many football games like actually. You were in them. I was in them. And then I went home. Yeah. I didn't stay for the end, you know? Right. Uh, Yeah, no, this never happened. Or just like any school event. Like, let's have a school dance or, I don't know, some like food situation. Like, I don't think I would be sitting next to a teacher and like talking with them for a while. I would be like, okay, maybe in passing conversation a few times, but not like sitting actually with them and having like a friendship moment. I'm curious if we have any teachers mm. who are listeners. Please. We do. Definitely do. We do. But I want to hear your, if you feel comfortable. Oh. What was that? <laughs> oh, it was the Christmas lights. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, what could be falling out of the ceiling now? I thought it was water dripping. Oh, my God, no. I have such PTSD. Sidebar story time in the office. Ugh. We've had a lot of leaks since I moved in here. And so I thought, and our bathroom is right above, right above here. us here. I thought you got wet and I actually saw no water. That's my brain was like, oh my God, Liz is soaked now. I'm soaking wet. No, we're good. we're good. Anyway, if you're a teacher and you feel comfortable, I want to hear weigh in on this situation. Yeah. How do you have this relationship with your students, especially in high school? What did you think about this? Because this teeters on... Being inappropriate. Also, I don't, I'm sure we'll get to it, but Tammy does say to him, and like you guys are like, the way you're talking to each other, you're handsy, like you're touching each other. I have distinct memories of being in high school, being, you know, close to being a senior, having a humongous, humongous, obvious crush on my teacher at the time. And I remember at the end of the school year, we were sad. And I was like, can we take a photo together? Like for memory, like keepsake memory. Yeah. And he held, he put his arm around me, but would not place his hand on my shoulder. He held me like I'm on the visual, like, like this. Really? Much boundary. And I was like, oh. Did you understand that boundary? I understood it. But I was like. Oh, I, oh, like he won't put his hand on me probably because he doesn't want to give me the wrong impression. Is this science teacher? It's a math teacher. Not that science teacher. That was your sister. (laughs) Oh, okay. Because we, Um, my, I will tell you off bike. Sure, Obviously, if you went to my high school, you knew me, you knew, you know who this is. Wow. Um, But, you know, I remember being like, oh, there's a clear distinction because I'm sure girls all the time were like, not throwing themselves at him, but kind of like, can tell like, I'm attracted to you. I have a crush on you. I like you. And I think he probably was like, no, I need to set very strict boundaries here because I do not want to get in any sort of trouble. So the fact that Tammy said like, oh, you guys are touching, like the way you talk to each other, you're like, you're handsy with each other. I was like, oh, that's uncomfortable. You could like be friendly, but you don't need to touch each other. Right. Right, right. So this crush that's happening, Tammy sees it. And I, th- I feel like everyone else, and everyone else sees, sees it, right? it too. Because she keeps saying like, oh, I eat lunch with him, with Noah. She calls him by Noah, his first name. Or which Mr. B. Right, or- right. And she tells her aunt about it. And so yeah. Shelly ends up telling Tammy like, oh, it's cute. It's innocent. They have a crush. But then Tammy clocks in the hallway that 
they're exchanging books right. and CDs. Like, when do you have the time to do this? Like, he's purposely like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to look at my bookshelf. I'm going to yes. look at my CD collection. What can I bring for Julie the next day? Right. And at first, the book situation, okay, innocent. For some reason, it was the CDs that got me. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's way more personal. Way more personal. Like, that. that's not like, I want to introduce you to a great writer that I love. Because you're an like, English teacher. Right, because you're an English teacher and maybe you're interested in, you know, journalism or being a writer one day or whatever. But the CD, that got me. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's personal. That's very personal. It would be different if it was a music teacher. Right, if it was a music teacher. If a music teacher gave me a book, I'd be like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, you know I think I mean? so. I think I agree with you on that. Right? Like, I'd be like, oh, you're giving me something that this is personal to you. Because yeah. it, but it doesn't have to do with what we're dealing with. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Tammy says to Noah, hey, can I talk to you? She grabs him, goes into a classroom, but doesn't, doesn't close, close the, the door. door. Does she feel it's inappropriate if she closes the door? They keep talk. Everyone keeps talking about how the doors being closed are very inappropriate. Which, in retrospect, yes. No, I think Tammy should have closed the door if she's having a conversation that's serious to her with yeah. another, like a she peer. She should have definitely closed the door. She doesn't close the door, and she tells him that I think you're condescending. I think you're inappropriate. If you do anything to my daughter, lay a hand on her. I, my husband will beat you. I can have you fired. She really did not do this tastefully, and I live for her you guys know that and while i think i if i was a mom and i saw this i would have to say something i wouldn't threaten your physical being like my husband's my husband's gonna kick your ass right i would have said i need to take measures if necessary yeah and the way he like how did you think he approached it at the end he was like okay well he just okay i think he, he was condescending it. because he was like back off right and also what are you going to say in that anything you say is going to be used against exactly. you exactly so there, you can't say anything else but like we said this door was left open so students in the hallway hear this yeah chris says tammy crossed the line when she threatened noah she's right to want to protect julie mm-hmm. by the way she went about mm-hmm. it is all wrong not to mention her completely being insensitive to coach and her sister mike wants to know how should she have handled it yeah <laughs> Uh, everyone was insensitive to everyone. And this, this is a tough episode. episode. It was tough. I while I really enjoyed it when we when we closed the book on the episode, I was like, I really enjoyed this one. Um, how I think she would have should have handled it was like I said, we we close the door, we have an honest conversation. I find you're inappropriate, not trying to threaten your career, your job, your life. My husband's gonna kick your ass, type of thing. But like, please hear me as a parent. This doesn't look good. Just let, I'm just letting you know everyone sees it doesn't look good. Do you think Tammy forgot to close the door or she didn't care? I think she just was so heated that she just was like, I need to say it now and yeah. didn't think about it. And he, I don't know, did you think he was expecting what she was going to say? No. You didn't think so? No, I don't he, think, you don't think he realizes what what's no, happening? Not at all. I don't I don't think he views what he's doing as inappropriate. Right. Clearly. Clearly. But also the thing that is where these weird lines are blurred is when Julie goes to look for Noah later in the day to eat lunch with him, she can't find him. So she goes to eat lunch with Lois. And Lois is like, uh, I can't believe you don't know what happened. Your mom pretty much ripped Noah a new one and accused him of being a pedophile. Yes. And the whole school heard. She didn't say those words, but she might as well have. Right. Which is 
huge. You don't just say that because that's a serious offense there. Yeah. And now he can be in some deep shit. Not that he shouldn't be in some deep shit. He needs to really like watch his surroundings. You're not, he's a, a smart guy. So you need to be more conscious when you're dealing with young girls that are underage. If yeah. this was college, yet it would be frowned upon, it would be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, right. Even if he doesn't, again, he probably, do Do you at this point, I know you obviously know or sort of remember, but do you think that he is aware of how much Julie is into him at this point? It's really hard it's to hard say. to say because uh, I don't want to spoil anything okay. for you, but also it I'm gonna say I'll put my two cents in. I think he knows oh, it's really hard to say. It's really hard to say because he seems and I'm not saying he's innocent here, but he seems to to truly believe like. He's not doing anything wrong. Yeah, I agree with that. So maybe he doesn't view her as having a crush on him until maybe it will. What come do you think is going to happen with these two? I think she. I think what's going to come down to it, unfortunately, is this like pedophile uh, label is going to spread, and they're going to have to take some measures at school where. Is this the Boy Meets World episode? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about in the Boy Meets World yes, episode? it's not even no, 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 no. I know it's not. I know it's not going to be like that. He's not going to be inappropriate um, physically towards her. I'm, oh God, I'm hopeful. But I think there might be like the school board has to come in. Tammy and Coach are going to have to say something. Julie is going to have to defend it. He's going to have to defend it. And maybe at the end of the day, she's going to be like, you know, I did... I do like you. I did like you. And he's going to be like, well, I don't feel that way about you. I don't know. Um, well, <laughs> you'll, you'll just. Well, I will see how it plays out. Yeah. Or we could go full throttle here and be super inappropriate. And she's underage. So. Okay. I. Uh, Julie's obviously super upset by this from what Lois told her. So she goes devastated. She's Tammy about it, which again, if I was Julie, I probably would have acted the same way. Like, how dare you? This is so embarrassing. So what is embarrassing. wrong with you? Not everybody has to have sex with each other. It's true. Valid. She's like, you took away my only friend. Yeah. Yeah. The only person that gets me, understands me on a deeper level than all these, than all these other kids. stupid high school kids that are so beneath me. Right. So I understood both of their points there when and Tammy's like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe you're yelling at me like this. Like, I was just trying like I she just was so floored that she, Julie felt this way. She's like, I she truly didn't mean it in a malicious way. Of course, not. She she's just Mama trying Bear. to defend. Yeah, she's just trying to defend her kid. Yeah. And she doesn't realize that until Shelly has a talk with her, because at this point, Julie is only talking to Shelly and confiding in her and Shelly and Tammy duke it out about this. Mm hmm. And then Shelly finally says, what would you do if mom did this? Right. And even before that, Coach has a conversation with her about you're, you're behind closed doors with your friend 
and right. it's something platonic there and it's like not very clear so maybe you should think about obviously without saying it but maybe you should think about what your daughter's also doing behind closed doors it doesn't have to be that way either yeah again different though but so different coworker to coworker, peer to peer so different teacher student but i was just like oh maybe she'll have like a little light bulb of like i shouldn't assume things but again as an audience member you're already assuming what could happen with between between julian julian julie literally and noah yeah Yeah. let's move on to trust so tim is lost tim okay tim riggins guys tim riggins Liz said it while we were watching that she's never felt this way for any of the teens in our shows we watched. And I said, I told you so. I don't know what it is. He has a different effect over me physically. Yes. Mentally, emotionally. Have you dreamt of him yet? I haven't yet. I'm waiting for it. I would love to have it. But guys, we've had so many. I mean, this is our fourth podcast about teens. And in, you know, the right context, these people playing are over the age of 17. So sure. I can talk about them this way, but <laughs> we can sexualize, we can sexualize them. them. We shouldn't. Um, but there <laughs> has not been one person that I have felt this way about. I have swooned for sure. Like Austin Nichols in One Tree Hill, swoon worthy. Even, you know, James Lafferty, super. Like, But there's something about Taylor Kitsch as Tim Riggins in this show. What has someone needs to explain it? And we to said me. it's it. like an effect, not our usual, not we our have type. similar type, not our type. Uh, greasy hair, longer hair, the way he dresses. Nah, it's just nah, it's just it's him. the Tim Riggins effect. It is. It's the Tim Riggins. Effect. Sam, my sister, doesn't see it. She's a Matt Saracen girl. But she would be a Matt she Saracen would be. girl. I was I was torn with you because you you were a Brandon Walsh girl. I was. And I a was Br- a Dylan McKay girl. <laughs> I was a Brandon Walsh. I was only a Brandon Walsh girl until like <laughs> season three or four, and then he gets super annoying and whiny. Oh, um, Brandon Walsh. And yeah. I was a David Silver girl. No, but David Silver above all of them, which doesn't really fit in i think it fits into us though no with uh, and definitely a david silver i mean it makes sense for me the (laughs) seth cohen the david silver like for me yes for me not so much but it was like the dance moves oh my gosh all (laughs) of it like doing that all of it (laughs) yeah anyway anyway okay 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 we're getting off track we'll get back on tim riggins so he's completely lost he doesn't know what to do so he approaches tammy and he's like can you do anything for me can you talk to talk to your husband coach about this so when tammy does bring it up to him he is like don't get wrapped up in like the tim riggins of it all he's like he's been putting that face on since (laughs) he was a kid i'm like you're absolutely right he's a lost puppy he's always been that way and it's not that he just let me down he let the team down i get it Back at home and where he's staying at Guy's house. Guy Raston. This is oh, his this name guy. is Guy. This, this, his name is Guy. The ferrets are trusting of Tim. They're taken from his hand. And Guy says, wow, you must have an old soul. And they have this conversation. Guy is in his tidy whities He's like, let me make you a smoothie, a whiskey smoothie. The junk is all over oh, the place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Tim says, I, I just miss the team. Yeah. I miss the adrenaline of it all. Right. He's not having any fun. No. And Guy says, you know what? I'll bring your adrenaline back. Let's go hunting. 
real men catch their own food. So we have this scene, they go hunting and it's just it's so great. ridiculous. It's great. It's so funny. <laughs> and there's this part where guy rubs antlers together and I'm just convinced that Taylor laughs. It's not even Tim laughing. No. This is like a genuine laugh. It's like, oh my God. And they had to probably keep that take. They probably didn't have any other takes to yeah. use. And Guy is like, what are you laughing about? What's so damn funny? It was really funny. So after a day of hunting, they talk about Roadhouse. Yes, yeah. Roadhouse. And Patrick Swayze, which was, again, really funny. But he gives Tim money to go buy beer and cold medicine. Did you clock this? The cold medicine situation. I just assumed this guy was going to use the cold medicine to like make himself go to sleep at night. I okay. was very innocent. Okay, because in we this. later on the next day, Tim discovers Guy's meth lab. Yeah, in the backyard, Do not trespass. Whatever that was, a trailer, I guess. Yeah, and we see what he's doing. So clearly, oh. that's what he needed the cold mm-hmm. medicine for. Mm-hmm. Which everyone who wrote in was like, "Did you see this coming?" With the cold no, medicine. I did not. But now I when just you look thought back, he was just like a person who like literally needed <laughs> pills to go to sleep. Not like I had a cold. He's like, no, I just need to like take a bunch of pills yeah. to go to sleep kind of thing. Like yeah. I have nightmares. <laughs> Mike says, how fucking creepy was that guy Tim is living with? He's just chilling, taking to Tim in his underwear, talking to Tim in his underwear. It's so weird. Also, did you immediately think he was cooking meth? No. He was buying? I thought he was like, just had to go to sleep. I don't mean to be like, I just thought he was just like a little dumb, this guy. Like, he's like, yeah, so it was smooth, like a whiskey smoothie in the morning right. and like just like a, you know, lazy person, mm-hmm. not like someone who literally is selling drugs and cooking meth. <laughs> so after, after Tim, well, not only does Tim find this, Guy finds Tim finding this and says, good thing you're cool, right? Because I'd have to fucking kill you. Yeah terrifying yeah terrifying right so this sparks something in tim he shows up at practice the next day i hope day. he went the fuck out of the house well we'll have to see about that <laughs> uh he shows up to practice in the uniform and coach is like uh get off the field in my uniform and tim's like no no this is still my uniform and he won't leave so he ends up making amends saying his apologies this was cute in the tim riggins way i wish he didn't like call him like fire crotch and stuff it's like fire crotch 20 four six four six did you lose your virginity yet? yeah like stupid shit but they all i liked him. it they all were like oh it's tim so coach recognizes he's like listen you are not getting off that easy but come to practice mm-hmm. here you go so what do you think's going to happen with this um I think that eventually well, you have to pay, still have to. Yeah, I think the coach is not going to give him a break yeah. until maybe like two more episodes or something. Because when you think about it, Smash didn't get off easy. Smash had to do laundry no, and show up to, you know, the lockers earlier. He had to do a lot of shit. Yeah, because coach is not playing around. No. He's like, you take this seriously. You respect me. Respect your team. Right. You let us down. So, and I, rightfully so, you know, I didn't think he should be able to get back on the team, but, you know, it's Tim Riggins, my puppy dog guys. I'm going to get back on the team. And now coach, probably, like I said, like maybe two episodes, I'll have to like do some shit for him. And then finally he'll be like, okay, Tim, it's your turn. You'll play with us and yeah, they'll win. Do you think Tim is the most charming person on this show? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. By sure. far, right? Yeah, for like, sure. The most charming <laughs> is Tim Riggins. Yeah. He's super charming. Jason Street's pretty charming too. Yes, he is. But Tim has got it. He just knows how to how to handle you. 
<laughs> yeah. We feel a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeff Caldwell is the brother that we learn of Tyra's attacker. And he's asking to meet with Tyra and other victims to understand why his brother did what he did. This is super uncomfortable. Um, yes. And I can't imagine many victims would want to meet him. Well, Tyra said the same thing. Like, are people actually meeting with him? And the detective shares, well, some find it as a sense of closure. Right, like hearing I'm sorry from your attacker's brother. I personally wouldn't do it, and Tyra... Like, what do you say back to that? Okay. Right. And and especially this guy is now dead. Right. It's not even like he's in jail. And right. So, he's not like atoning for his sins. No. Like someone murdered him. Right. AKA Landry. <laughs> and Tyra also doesn't want to meet with him. So Landry says that he'll go on her behalf. So Landry meets with this guy and Jeff essentially apologizes and he's trying to understand what his brother did. And Landry's like, don't even do this. Like, your, da- your brother did horrible things. And he's like, yeah, but he's still my brother. Does Landry have siblings? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Landry's an old And I was child. trying to put myself into this guy's shoes thinking about, like, my sister. And all of a sudden, like, if she went down a bad path and, God forbid, something like that were to happen, she's still my sister at the end of the day. Of like, so as much as she's hurt other people, I would want to understand why she would do that. Because per- that's not the person that I yeah. knew. Yeah. So I get it. I I wouldn't, I don't know if I would want to meet all of them like that. I can't imagine that they would want to meet me either. Yeah. Like I said before. So, you know, I just would have to think of like, just try and sympathize and understand without that. Yeah. And also, you know, this guy doesn't know Landry murdered him. Oh, no. Obviously. So this makes it just more tough, too, because now Landry's like, well, shit, you were a person. Mm -hmm. This humanizes the guy that he killed. Yep. So he's dealing with this, battling this. Lila notices him looking He's just like upset, like tears in his eyes, going through something. And Lila can't even pay attention to her group. Her prayer group. She's like, what's happening with Landry? So yeah, because they're talking about having trust in God. So she goes over, she talks to Landry. And Landry asks, are you a good Christian or a bad Christian, Lila Garrity? Which I thought was a great line. This is a great scene. I loved this. I thought Jesse Plemons MVP for this scene. Not Landry MVP, but just Jesse Plemons was really good. And she says, it's hard. Not everybody is perfect, but you just have to trust. And he says he has a secret that involves a lot of people. And she's like, well, if you come clean, you're You're putting faith, faith in God God. that it will Mm -hmm. all work out okay. So So the good Christian boy he is. That's right. He walks right into that police station and confesses to the murder. Mike wants to know what is going to happen to Lance. What about his dad and Tyra? I think, unfortunately, he's going to be okay in this. He's a young <laughs> white man in Texas. Like, that, I, like I said, I forgot that this happened. Yeah, and the fact so, that Michelle didn't remember he actually turned himself in leads me to believe that he will be fine in the next few episodes and not go to juvie and... Maybe have to do some community service, like some bullshit like that. I mean, as as much as I don't want to see Landry in jail or being hurt, you know, he did, unfortunately, murder someone. So what do they do when it comes down to it was self-defense? Right. 
do I get penalized for not coming sooner, coming out sooner? Does it come out that his dad burned evidence? Does it come out that his dad helped him burn the evidence? Does Landry say that? I don't remember. I I would hope that that's not going to be relevant. Kind of just like, I did it. Please ignore all the things that kind of come up in the surroundings of this case and just know that I did it and like don't look further into it so that his dad is not penalized. Yeah. Ugh. Right. Mm. But then you're still lying, right? If you're like, oh, if his dad says, I didn't you're know about the this. Truth. <laughs> right. So like, are you still coming clean? Right. Like does, does Chad say, I and me being a good Christian man as well, do I come forward and tell my truth? And then Tyra too. And Tyra, so I don't think she believes messy. in Christianity, but you yeah, but know. still, she they could be like, okay, well, Landry confessed, and you also you right, lied to like, us. what's your role in this too? Right, we know you were together. Mm. Mm. Tricky stuff. Last but not least, connect. So Matt is torn between Lauren and Carlotta. Carlotta tells Matt nothing happened and to drop it. I kind of like it. Michelle is <sighs> all about like the this. ick factor here. I, while I recognize it is icky, I kind of like it. But why is that okay? That's something I, that's something should be said that why do I think it's okay that she is dating him when we know he's underage? What's, you know, why is it different that potentially Julie has a crush on? It's just all icky. It's all icky. I'm not saying I, I would, I wish if he was of age, I would think I would like this a lot more. I, I like the chemistry between them. I think it's like, it's a, it's very, um like the sneakiness is like a little, little snack, a little sexy. Like you can't, I know she's making a face. I, I like that there is kind of like a push and pull to it. There's like yeah. a game. It's like well, a cat and mouse wrong. game. Because it's wrong. I like it. But whatever. Let's keep going. I digress. Okay, so. Throughout this whole episode, there's just tension between them. You know, will they, won't they? Because they keep getting interrupted and obviously Matt really likes her. And then they share a kiss. And then Lauren shows up with cookies because she's just trying to be a sweet girlfriend. And Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, my God, you take care of his grandma. That's so sweet. So then Matt obviously wants to break up with Lauren. He just doesn't know how to do it. And Lauren wants to do it with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like... I would like to do it, but I don't think I will do it. <laughs> I have to get home from my grandma. I have to go home to my grandma. Right. So he asks Smash when he picked him up from uh, rescuing him. Uh, real talk. How do you break up with someone? And Smash says, oh, you just tell them you want an open relationship. They end it. You end up coming up smelling like roses. Right. And Matt's like, okay, cool. But there's actually the aftermath of that is the girl doesn't really have any respect for you afterwards. Well, <laughs> right. That was omitted. And so we see Matt go up to Lauren and at, and tell her like, hey, uh, I want an open relationship. She's and like, Smash is watching from afar. It's weird. Yeah. And she was like, what? Who do you want to be with? And he's like, no, no, it's not like that. You're perfect. You're great. And... She's like, no, no, I'm done with this. And Smash is like, it's perfect. It We're works. Good. We're good. And Matt's like, but that actually feels really shitty. Yeah. Matt is a good dude that doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. He could have just been honest, like, hey, Julie crushed me. Right. I don't think I'm ready for this yet. Yeah, this was not smart. And as much as it sucks for her, 
at least it would be the truth. Vic says, has anyone ever used a stupid line to break up with you or have you used some have you ever used something dumb to break with break up with them? Um No, I don't think I'd ever I'd never said anything dumb. I don't know if I should tell my story. <laughs> I might be judged for it. Well, I don't think you're going to be judged for that. Do you that. know my story? I know the story. You do? Yeah, it's like but- in the same vein of like it's not you, it's me. Okay. You know? So <laughs> I was dating this guy and he was really sweet. But it's always the really sweet ones. Yeah. Um, I wanted to end Oh my god, this is so bad. Whatever. We're family here. <laughs> we're fans. And those who don't really ever interact with us. Um we were date I was dating this guy who was really sweet, but like I knew it wasn't going anywhere and I really wanted to end it and I didn't know how. So then my dad died and then I <laughs> I was like, yes, this is how I can get out of this relationship. And I was like, ooh, I can't do this any right now because like my dad just died. And he was like, I totally understand. And I was like, Phew. yeah. And I was like, thanks, dad. Well, I mean, like I've done that. I did that as well. Ooh. But it was kind of like, oh, I really kind of just got to have a really long relationship. And I just don't think I'm ready for this. But it really was just like kind of like it's literally – not it's not meant to be you know yeah. but you kind of have to tell a little bit of a white lie a little bit just a tiny bit i mean it wasn't like i mean my dad did die he did die it's, it's traumatic just, it's just um you're just like it's it it's needed, just not it was just not, not poor timing time. you're just it's just poor timing Ooh. <laughs> uh anyway okay so <laughs> <laughs> moving on matt goes home he tells carlotta I broke it's up done. with Lauren. It's done. I can't stop thinking about you. I want to spend every moment with you. And so that's what they do. I found, I liked, Michelle did not like this. I thought I that that was, um, again, again, like they have a lot of pent up sexual attraction oh, to yes. each other. So oh, yes. I was like, oh, it's like really sweet that he's saying that. And then of course they go behind closed doors. Well, Mike wants to know, did you expect Matt to lose his virginity? Yes. You did. If not to Carlotta, to Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was like, you know what? I'm I'm ready for that. The, I'm sure he felt a little bit of pressure. In a way. I mean, but Tim does say to him, like, are you still a virgin? Like, the boys, unfortunately, this is what happens it's in awful. high school. And it's it sucks. And he probably felt pressure of that. And also, like... You know what? I I people do like me, and I am good enough, and I should do something like this because Julie really hurt him. I don't think he was very much thinking about that. Though, I don't think he her. was thinking about Julie. No, I don't think. I mean, I hope he wasn't thinking about Julie. Yeah, that'd be real bad. <laughs> but I think he was like, no. You know what? I'm growing from that situation, and I do feel personally ready. I don't think he would have done it if he wasn't ready, and he was. And I'm. As much as it's not legal, I think there, other than Julie, like this was an okay virginity loss situation. <laughs> so you do feel, because Vic wants to know, and we, uh, other people too, and we've talked about it. So we view it as inappropriate, it is. but you are rooting for it. In a way, I know that's okay. really bad. No, it's not bad. It's how you feel. No, because like on the on the flip side, why why shouldn't I vo- 
root for Julie and Noah then. It's just as inappropriate, no? I think it's, it's a school play. It's a school. It's right. On they're being property. they're being icky in, on school grounds. <laughs> this is being icky in the home, and while it's inappropriate because she is an employee, yeah, she works there twenty four seven. I was like, if this was like a Tim Riggins situation, and this girl needed a place to stay, and she was of age or he was of age, I would been like. Excuse me, like, yeah, actually, this is really cute and sexy and fun, and they get to live together, but also it's like secretive and like playing house, playing house with each other at yeah. a very young age. But this is crossing the line because she is an employee. How old do you think she is? We keep She's asking no this. more than 21. That's what we're thinking. No more than in the chat, and no less than late 20s, 19, probably, right? I would say because 2021, 20, unless she. She just needs the money, so she's helping out doing this job. It we don't know much about her background. Yeah, and I don't remember if we learn more. Right, shocker, shocker. Mm-hmm. Moving on, Tammy is craving a night out. She doesn't want a night out. She doesn't want a date night. She wants a night out with her peers. She wants to play bunko. She wants to just talk. She wants to have adult conversation. Yeah, she. Was also hanging out with her friend Glenn. I love this relationship. Just a friend. It is adorable. And Eric walked in and, you know, not not he happy not with like it. it. He's, He's not, not happy not like with it. it. I like this platonic, sweet I friendship. Do too. And that's they what it is. It's literally what it is. It's not she, even a spoiler. Right, she doesn't go no, anywhere. She's comfortable in her marriage enough to say, like, I'm going to have a opposite sex friend. Right. He's there for me when I need it. We need, we like to have lunch together. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. So she goes out and plays Bunko and Eric has to stay home and babysit. And he's like putting up a fight. He's like, why are you putting on perfume? And Ugh. what's the point of your sister staying Shut here? Up. No. If she no. can't babysit. No. no. You're the father. She's like, um, babysit. It's your child. You're not right. babysitting. You're actually just caring for your child. Yeah. <laughs> and so Tammy comes home from a night of Bunko mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, Glenn won. We went out for a beer. I have to go pump. Thank you so much. How was it? And he's annoyed. Yeah, he's like, she cried all night. She was fussy. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, why do you have to tell me that? Why are you ruining my night? You should have been like, you should. It was fine. We were great. Right. And the last time he sent her out was because he wanted sex. Right. What a double standard there. Right. And Shelly, at the beginning of the episode, says, oh, no wonder why he's always in a bad mood. You guys aren't doing it enough. Blue balled all the time. You did it once. You did it. She's tired. Like, Girl. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. She just had a baby. She's working full time. She's tired. And not to mention, or not to forget. And now to your mention, sister lives in the house too. Like, when are you going to have the time? Not only that, Eric, you were gone for like eight months. Right. You were, and it was all left on Tammy. All, all of your pent up sexual aggression. Mm-mm. Jerk it. Well, exactly. <laughs> jerk it. Thank you very much. I don't mean to point at you, but just jerk, jerk it. it. Jerk it. But he tells Tammy, I don't like you yucking it up. I don't She's like, like it too. Yucking, yucking it up. Mean? It's disrespectful to our family, and you need to pay more attention to your family. She popped off. She's like, and you're done. How dare done. you? How dare you? <laughs> Mike says, while Coach went about it the wrong way, do you think he was right in bringing up his jealousy of Glenn to Tammy? Yes, you can, in passing, mention, I I do feel jealous of this 
Not that it's inappropriate because it's not inappropriate, but I do feel jealous about this and you don't need to like throw your anger in it and say like you don't take care of this family. Yeah, and and it's it's good because they do talk about this and he does say, I don't care about Glenn. I just miss you. Yeah, he's just I miss you. I miss our moments together. Right. I miss our like intimate moments. I'm sure he misses a lot of intimacy. Sure. But like the friendship. The friendship. Yeah. Like we I, I'm jealous that Glenn has a relationship with you. And I feel like I right. don't right now. Right. And so they make up. And the only reason I said this like this was because it was hard to pick a shittiest in this episode. Yeah. Which we said because everyone kind of redeemed themselves. Right. Like he apologizes. He doesn't. Mm, he doesn't really he apologize. Doesn't apologize. He, doesn't, he doesn't. He's apologize. not very good at apologies. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He, he has a lot of growth to do in that department. But um, he does say, I was just jealous that you have a friend. That was a way of him apologizing. He doesn't actually apologize for what he said, though. Yeah. Lisa, she sent us a very passionate email this week, which I sent her back. Preach, yes, sister, say it, but I want to read a portion of it. She says, hey, ladies, I wasn't a huge fan of this week's episode. Green is not a good color on coach. And in light of Friday's Supreme Court of the United States ruling, I think it upset me even more, Mm. not because anything coach did or said was about abortion, but because he was adamantly opposed to Tammy having a male friend because it undermined him as her husband. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, I felt yes. the same way. Lisa, she also says, I feel like Lila's only point to be is the Christian compass. Oh, you need saving? Here's Lila. She can talk <laughs> to you about faith. Yeah, well, I mean, as of right now, yes. I I feel this way too, Lisa. Thank you for bringing that to the point about Lila because- Well, since season two, she it's does. been like that. I know, but really, it's just like, oh, there's Lila. Let's talk about Jesus. I don't know what else I want from her. No. I mean, I like that she's definitely softening and she did seek out Landry and say, like, you are hurting. Can I help you? And also, I think it was like they have the same faith. So she could relate to him on that level. Oh, for sure. Whereas like with the Jason Tim stuff, we didn't need that religion part of it. Like we didn't need that part of Lila to like help them. Remember how we just kind of were obsessing over the friendship kisses and that was just and that was it it was literally friendship that was, kisses that was it friendship kisses we were we had a little much too much to drink and we wanted to kiss i've never done that but <laughs> but maybe you guys have again just wanted to know out there uh, yeah uh music in this episode jj kale seawolf federal and t Payne. quotes what do you got oh let me get my book I have good I've been thing. relaxing so nicely. I have good thing you're a cool dude or I'd have to kill you. <laughs> I have um, there a lot more to life than football. I mean, that's true. I just feel free, Tim Riggins. He did say that during that the hunting trip. Mm-hmm. I just feel free. I just feel free. MVP and shittiest. Who's your MVP? I have Tammy Tim. Tammy Tim. I have Tim. Why did you pick who you picked? Tammy, as much as I felt she overstepped her boundary with the things she said to Noah, I understand why she did that. And her just saying, like, I need a night out, okay? Just give me a night out. I'm a mom. I want to go out. And I don't need your disrespect. Let me have my platonic relationship. 
don't tell me what to do in my my life. So I loved that. But I also loved Tim just be like, all right, I'm coming back. And like he saw a bad situation and was like, no, I need to do and feel like what's what I need to feel like safe. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. I also chose Tim. We had votes pretty much across the board for Tim and then one for Julie. Shittiest. I put coach. So did I. Thank you. My sister, Lissy. Thank you so much. (laughs) No one else voted for him. We had votes for Tammy, Matt, Julie. Yeah. Oh, I don't agree with Julie. I, you know, obviously everyone's entitled to their opinion. So if you picked her for shittiest, like I could see maybe she was a little bit of a, for the way she reacted, a tantrum, but I felt it was justified. Uh, Tammy, I get, I understand the justification there with what she said to Noah. Um, but I can't, I can't deny what coach did. That's how I feel. To me, it was clear. I mean, again, you redeemed yourself and you were had that conversation and sometimes it's hard to articulate words. Mm-hmm. We've all been there, but no. I see a lots of sides to Eric Taylor mm-hmm. that I don't like Ooh. in this show. I love the Taylors as a couple. I think they have a, a good marriage and friendship, even though it wasn't articulated in this episode. But there's some things I really, and maybe because it's like, 2006 Texas I don't know there's some things that really rub me the wrong way about him and I'm like Tammy mm, Mm -hmm. you're the queen you Mm -hmm. don't deserve to be treated this way Mm -hmm. kind of uh some some of it is simple thinking yes yeah yes Mm -hmm. great coach we love coach Taylor and we get a coach we get a kick out of him coach he's a good father and good to these boys and to his children. And he is a good husband. And he is a good husband. Just but some- I think he's got, he's very black and white. Yeah. And I do not uh, appreciate that. It's hard. <laughs> at to, this point in my life. It's hard to get behind. <laughs> I is. hear you. I'm glad we have the same viewpoints on that. Mm-hmm. What do you have for Coach's Corner? You know, I didn't write down a Coach's Corner. I didn't either. <laughs> and I watched this episode three times. Uh, yeah. You know what I liked? Let's talk about Tammy and Shelly. Okay. That was a nice coach's corner. That I was. Felt, because yeah. they didn't see eye to eye and then they both kind of gave themselves a reality check. Like, yeah. And what did you think about what Tim, uh, Tim, what coach said about Shelly too? He's like, oh, your sister, she just is like a freeloader and, you know, she like comparing her to Tim Riggins, mm-hmm. which I don't think they're the same. No. I mean, I don't really know Tammy, Tammy, uh, Shelly all that well. Yeah, I thought that was a little uncalled for. Also, it's one of those things, again, she's staying in their house, but I could talk like that about my sister. But you, you can't. You cannot. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. also, he, man of the house, as I do quotes, and... Right, and all his, like, pent-up aggression, and um, mm-hmm. just, like, maybe feeling little animosity towards that like maybe he feels like that's another reason why him and tammy aren't cooking is because right. the sister's involved yeah yeah so i well i liked the sistership like shelly saying to tammy what if mom said that about you 
or what if, you know, what if mom did that and Tammy, like you're right. And then just having a good sisterly moment. So that will be my coach's corner. Mrs. Coach. I'll go with that as well. Mm. I liked that because otherwise I didn't really have any. <laughs> All right. Let's go in a lighter way. Who's our booster of the week? Yeah, booster. Booster of the week. You're a total booster. So I chose uh, our lucky number 13, Rihanna. Rihanna! Because she's been active in the Discord chat. I I love when we get to see her message come through. It's always like, oh, yeah, Rihanna's here. And she bring some positivity and always comments like really i i just she's a funny person and i she like is. when she just comments her little just like even it was like a gif of something really funny so i just want to say hello we we love you we appreciate you and we see you and i just it's like a little treat every time we get to hear from you thank you lucky number 13 Her birthday is well august 13th same yeah. as my father's Oh, yes. I didn't know that. You probably said that in the past. <laughs> and we wish her a happy birthday, yes. but I did not know that. Okay. Uh, what emoji should we use this week? Should we use the dice? Is there a dice emoji for Bunko? I think there's a, a dice. I don't have my a phone. A die? A dice. Yeah. A Thro- dice. Throwing dice. That's not right. A pair of die. Pair. No, it's dice. Dice is plural. <laughs> Uh, die would be one right oh my god are this you is, is that true am i wrong wow 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 i think dice is a pair like two dice two die or dice so there's one so so it's a die but like roll the dice roll the dice which is usually yeah two. you're right <laughs> okay so drop some dice in an apple podcast review if you're enjoying yeah. over there rate five stars be like these girls never know what they're gonna pick each week we never know but i'm picking them because i love this show just a yes. little i choose them i choose the ladies of total betty that's right so if you're enjoying over there please consider rating and reviewing us keep subscribing that means a lot but you could also drop the emoji in an email chris does it every week we that. get it in dms on total betty podcast network on yes. instagram means a lot it's fun stuff uh let's talk about a really cool convention we're going to in august it's so soon i know it's gonna be here before we know it so the ladies of epic conventions are throwing the convention titled epics and chill which is insane so many of our friday night lights cast members including guys charles and Stace, Scott Porter, Stacey Oristano, Derek Phillips. Yeah. Um, and someone else who I haven't met yet. Actually, two others that have not been on the show yet. So if, I won't spoil it for those who yeah. haven't watched. Um, but they're going to be there as well as cast from Teen Wolf and Pretty Little Liars and The OC. The OC and some One Tree Hill people. Like, this is crazy. So join us in South Carolina, August 19th. To the 21st, we actually have a very special promo code going until July 15th. It is EPIX, E-P-I-X-T-B-20. That gets you 20% off your admission ticket, which is insane. Like the ladies did not have to do this. And we partnered up. And just for our Total Betty listeners, 
you will get 20% off your admission ticket. So we hope to see you there. It would be awesome to get to meet you. And what a chance for you to be able to get an autograph or have a meet and greet or sit on a panel and hear from your favorite actors. Like this is awesome. Or get a picture. Or get a picture. a photo op with Misha Barton and Melinda Clark. Um, Mommy and daughter, we are so excited. What? Yeah. So come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Make all your nostalgic teen drama. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're here for, right? And everything will be in the description for the episode. Yep. So if you don't, if you didn't catch, if you didn't give a pen, you're driving, don't worry. It'll be there. That's right. Let me give you a look into next game's playbook. Season two, episode nine, we'll be joined by our patron, Vic, which will be super fun. If you're ever, if you're ever wondering what we mean by that, if you're new here, which is a patron. Yeah, we <laughs> offer patron guest spots for all of our shows monthly. It's one of our perks over on our Patreon, TotalBettyPodcastNetwork.com. It's all it's in the fun. show notes. It's, it's our fam. Fun. Yeah. We love them. We have some awesome stuff over there if you're interested. Maybe you want to be a guest on the pod. Consider it. Consider it. Okay. So this is for season two, episode nine. Nine. Whoa. Confession. Oh, well. Landry, but okay. <laughs> Four words. Selfish. P. P. As in urine. As in urine. Study. Overextended. So when I was adding these to my notes, I'm like, I don't know. Why she I'd... literally said to me, I don't remember why I picked these words. I don't know why I chose these <laughs> words. Your girl tries to get ahead in life. Absolutely. And try to, you know, just make sense just make of a busy easy. schedule. Just make it easier for yourself. And then when you do this and you're like, why? I know why I chose one of them, which I'm hee heeing at. The P, obviously. Yes. But go ahead. Take it away. <laughs> No, I mean, I feel you. And if I get the opportunity to like watch ahead for a gossip girl, like I want to be prepared. But then it's like you do that. And then two weeks later, you're like, wait, what did I do? Screw yourself. I don't remember what I'm saying. Screw yourself. Anyway, so selfish. This has to do with. I want to say could be could be smashed because he's usually super selfish. But I have a feeling we're not going there. Maybe we are going in the matt route i'm feeling maybe a little selfish there he's maybe taking the opportunity to i don't know like use carlotta in some way i don't mean like use her like as like i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna date you and like mess around or whatever but like i don't know maybe he's gonna have some selfish tendencies like he's used to just being the man of the house and maybe he has to like share I don't know where I'm going with that. P, I feel like this has to do with like Tim Riggins getting real drunk. He's got to piss somewhere because that mm. seems familiar. Um, study. Maybe Julie has to study with her professor, with her professor, with her teacher. Noah, things get dicey there. Maybe because there's going to be still the rumors going around about... You know, the rumors don't, they don't quit. They stay around, especially when if it comes to like teacher student, that we were always talking about that. Always talking yeah, about that. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Um, overextended, maybe one of the players gets injured because they overextended their wrist or ankle or finger. 
I know. I didn't really. Am I close much. on that at all? Or no, not yeah. really. Overextended. Maybe. Oh, maybe Shelly has overextended her welcome, and mm-hmm. Coach is like, "I'm ready for you, just to go." Yeah, getting her the boot. She's gonna go off on the island. Okay. Do you That's think anyone else like anyone else going on the island? Do you have predictions for island? We haven't talked about our we haven't Friday talked night about the island. island. We haven't talked about the island. I think Shelly is going to the island. Um, oh, Carlotta. Maybe at the end of the se- end of the season, she's going to be at the island. We have Shelly. We have Carlotta. We have Noah. We Noah. have Noel. Noah. Oh, Noel is definitely on the island. She's not coming back. She's not on the island. She's not. That's weird. <laughs> How are we going to incorporate her? Okay, so maybe her and Smash get together somehow. Um, Carlotta is definitely going to be on the island, though, very soon. I have a feeling that... Actually, my prediction while we were watching the episode was Matt was going to end things with Lauren, not in this episode, maybe an episode or two from now. And then he's gonna be like, I'm ready, Carlotta. And Carlotta's like, I'm actually leaving. Mm, that's that's what I predicted to happen. Okay, okay. So, I mean, we're on episode nine. That means we only have like six more episodes until the end of the season. I know we had the writer strike, so I don't know like where we leave off with things. Could we leave on a weird note where, I mean, this was the whole weird it's season. Already weird. It's already weird. It's getting less weird. It started out like really, I think really weird. Because we're just in it. We're in it. We're here. Um. So I don't know. Does Carlotta stay until the end of the season? Probably not. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say she's gonna leave by. What are we on episode nine? She's gonna leave by episode like eleven. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. Okay. And uh, Noel, she's not gonna stay past season two. And neither is Noah. Okay. That's all. (laughs) Good stuff, Liz. We'll just have to wait and see. All right. Last but not least, certainly not least, we have Will's Football Poetry Corner. (laughs) The two lone snaps in unison. (laughs) I love it. The fullback. The fullback blocks for the tailback, clearing his path to the end zone. Our favorite fullback misses blocking for Smash, while Landry gets pulled fully black back into dealing with Tyra's assault. My my uh, screen is like, we're like on 20%. Mm. Matt tries to rip open one relationship to make a path for another. He sure does. Fullback. Thank you, Will. Thank you so much. Thank you Thank to you, everyone Will. for listening. Thank you to everyone who sends their questions each week. We truly appreciate it. And most of all, thank you for listening. Absolutely. And if you like Will, you can catch him next week on Three Gossip Girls <laughs> Podcast because uh, he won our patron guest spot for the month. So welcome, Will, to Three Gossip Girls Pod again. We can't wait. You know, we, we appreciate you. you. We'll be back next week with Patron Vic for Season 2, Episode 9, Confession. Confession. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at TotalBettyPodcast.org. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. Mm-hmm.